Welcome to Born to Succeed with Michael Merritt. Thank you for your time. It's our favorite time of the day to hang out and make a difference in your life with a spirit of joy through motivation, inspiration, and faith. We're going to hear from Michael in a way only he can do through enthusiasm and his passion. You may be stuck in life. Well, today's message is going to get you back on track where you know how much God loves you right where you are. So let's get this party started. Here's Michael Merritt. Today, you are on the Born to Succeed podcast with Michael and Elisa Merritt. Thank you so much for listening today to the number one podcast on the planet for helping you succeed on both a personal and professional level. We're so blessed today, guys, to have an amazing guest with us. Not only do I have my wife with me today, but we have Miss Marion Thompson. She is a special guest today, and also she is cranking off season two of the Born to Succeed podcast, season two, episode one. So without further ado, we're going to introduce Miss Marion Thompson. Miss Marion, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Thank you yes, for inviting me. Absolutely. So Miss Lisa. Uh, we're going to do a series and um, uh, for the Finding Diamond co-authors in the book, and we're going to have everybody who wants to be on a podcast join us on a podcast, give a little bit of information about their chapter to entice you and draw you in and to let you know that they too are women of God, and they have humbled themselves to tell their story, their inspiring stories. They're great stories. Marion is one of the first ones who joined the project, Finding Diamonds. And um, so she's one of the 12 women. And it, it's funny because the number 12 in the Bible, the reference and stuff. And we are being disciples of the Lord in giving our stories and tell, sharing our stories and giving our testimonies. And so we're not the special disciples of the world, but we are 12 disciples and you too can be a disciple if you want to be a servant of the Lord. Absolutely. So Marion, tell us, a, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and who you are. I know you're a mother and a believer, Christ follower. That's all that I, <laughs> that's all that I am, honestly. Um, I'm a member of Monument of Faith Breakthrough Ministries under the leadership of Chief Apostle Thomas Turner and Pastor Rosita Turner. Um, I've been attending that church for 17 years now. Um, I love going there because the word is is what sustains all of us. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I love seeing your pictures every Sunday. You post your picture at church. And I'm just like, it's so inspiring just to see how beautiful you are and at the church, you know, it's just an inspiring picture. Rain, sleet, or snow, right? Rain, sleet, or snow. I got to go. I got to be there because it is it what keeps us going. You know, um, yeah. some of us may choose to um, undergo therapy or able to talk with family and friends. And there are some of us that just have to kind of be in that quiet place and just receive a word, you know, that, you know, it's tailor-made for you, but that right. having to tell your business enough to sustain you for the rest of the, the week. So it, it's, right. it's been working. Right. So right. Ms. Marion, you have three, three children, correct? Yes. I have three almost grown sons. I mean, you know, uh -huh. boys grow up fast. Um, yeah. That's Zaire, Kaori, and Seth. They all uh -huh. are uh, in college. So that's, uh, I'm happy for that. 
That's Amen. Awesome. You yeah. did a great job. Absolutely. Right. And now you have a bachelor's degree and you're working on a master's degree as well. Is that correct? What is your master's degree in? It's an MBA in organizational development. So okay. it's just one of those things that, you know, when it take you 20 years to get your bachelor's degree, you know, you just have to kind of go over the top with saying, you know what, why not? So, right. right. Yeah, because I know um, I like to make fun of Mike He um, because I'm going to be 50 this year and he's just a young 47, right? So, right? He's 40, 48, yeah, March, 48. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I always tease him. But and even at 50, you know, used to think 50, oh my gosh, that's old. But at 50, you still have like, I'm like, I can live a whole nother different entirely life. It's just depending on what I have my mindset on, right? You're not given a good or a bad life. It's the it's how you decide to live that life, how you decide to respond to circumstances because yeah. you can't control the circumstances that come at you, but you control what what you, how you respond to those circumstances. Absolutely, exactly. Which I think is, has really helped you in life as well to get through maybe tougher situations, maybe a single parent at times. So what made you decide to write in the chapter? Because you were the, one of the first women I talked to and I didn't know you personally, but my but Michael did from class. And he was just like, you have to have Marion. She's, she has a great story to tell. She's a great woman. She's, you know, really pulled herself through in life and stuck through it and created, like we said, it's finding a diamond. And so that's what you found in yourself through your faith. So what just made you decide to write? Honestly, you know, the, the great thing is that through life you meet good people, you know, and people leave an impression on you. And uh, that was the case with, with, uh, with Mike, you know, working with him in the emergency room, seeing how he responded to emergency situations, you know. Um, so I was like, okay, he told his wife to ask me, you know. And so I, I knew what that was about, you know, that, that I, I needed to. And then a lot of times things are within God's timing because what you don't feel like um, you should say or you used to speak it in your own comfort zone, which is at church, um, you know, a lot of times they have you branch out and share a word with someone else. Right. Well, I just, yeah, you know, I, I couldn't tell Mike no. But, you know, the thing is, is that I, I believe that God laid on his heart to share with you. And I'm glad that you loved him enough to say, okay, well, let me just ask her, you know? Right. Absolutely. Well, I knew you were a woman of faith. And when, you know, I started thinking she was saying, this is what I'm wanting in the book. And I was like, I can think right now to one of these ladies specifically that's been through hard times, but still gone on because life is not the things that happen to us is like Lisa said, it's, it's how we get through those things, right? Trials and tribulations happen to everybody and the strength of you moving through those to the next level is the character that's built, right? Because Philippians 4.13 tells us we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Right. So when we fall into those times of this is just so hard. That's what I was just, you know, we were just discussing yesterday, as a matter of fact, just throwing verses, you know, just man, Philippians 4.13. Oh, James 1.19. Hold on. Let me be slow to be angry. It's slow to speak, but be quick to listen. Oh, my goodness. And we all have a tough time with that. But there's just so many of them. And so you were definitely one I just immediately thought of. This is a Christ follower. This is one of these ladies that truly has the grit and determination because, you know, those that make it truly have grit and determination. 
it's the ones that don't really have the grit that kind of fall behind. They, they get into those trials and tribulations and spiral out and they don't have the grit to come through those. And, and that's what you have. So I definitely think you're, you're certainly a tough young lady and I think your best is yet to come. There's no doubt about it. And I think Lisa is certainly blessed to have you in the book. Definitely. So definitely. Yeah. So in your chapter, like you said, there's things that you can talk, talk about and tell in your comfort zone but you don't want to put that out and you don't want to talk about other people, you know, specifically or maybe get too detailed into stories and stuff because it's not really about that. It's about how God has helped you overcome mm -hmm. those things and those, and it's not really those people, just those situations. And so how you have better understanding. And of course, my life verse is trust in the Lord and lean on on your own understandings and Proverbs three, five. And, um, I have to, I had to do that a lot to even get to this place where I am now to be so grateful and thankful and just the having of the project of the book and everybody coming together. You had the patience to stick with me through uh, many months that I tried to find my women. And I said, just hang on with me, please. Just hang on with me, please. And you did. And I, right. I mean, I greatly appreciate from the bottom of my heart. Uh, do you think, do you think you'll write more? Yes, I'm writing more, you know, but with everything, it's kind of like you go through that, that purging in yourself when you're putting those words on the pages, you know, it's kind of like a, yes. a, a yep. release of things that you probably have been holding, but um, yep. e even with writing more, you know, you only can share, you know, whatever God gives right. you that person, you know, not everyone can right. know the, the grit, they just need you to hit the, the, the low points you know, in order to help them because the, the grit in the story, that's for the person that's on the edge that they have to know that you've been that low too, you know? Right, because, right. Uh, unfortunately in, in church, you know, you can't tell everyone how far how far uh, in hell you basically were before the right. Lord came and got you, but you right. can tell that to somebody that actually is living in it when they come in the door, you know, those are the people right. that, that that kind of word is is for, but right. with, every, with everyone else, you have to be able to to just let them know, hey, I've been there, and if God can can help me, He definitely can help you. Right. Yeah, yeah I think you said it exactly. I don't know if you ever heard of Brendan Bruchard, but Brendan Bruchard is a great, great guy out there, and Brendan always says, "Paint the scene." don't tell me the story yeah and like you just said it give me all this right here i want i want you to tell me this scene and and his scene was basically he was drowning in debt he was working you know a lot of time on the computer he was doing a lot of stuff and he was working out of his apartment bedroom that was his office so when his wife went to bed he had stuff scattered all over the bed he said he turned around as he was working on the computer and saw all the bills laying on the bed and he said there my wife was laying under a mountain of debt that I wasn't taking care of. Mm. He goes, I didn't tell you that the, my Mustang was about to get repossessed because I didn't make three payments. I didn't, I didn't go into all that. I just said, I was struggling. I wasn't making it. And my wife was laying under a mountain of debt. Paint the scene. And you're exactly right. Sometimes you can share details with people. You know, when we're doing personal coaching and things like that. And, and somebody's struggling. That's when we can one-on-one -on -one go, I have been where you've been. And I have had that hurt in my heart and God healed that and gave that to me to give to you. 
And, and that's what the book is. You know, the book, Finding Diamond, I think is nothing more than you guys just digging deep to share your stories, to change the life and transform others. And, and just, to, I think it's going to be just an amazing thing that's going to change millions of lives. I mean, because you guys are servants of God. And when God puts a servant here, man, he does it for a reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, you know, our early, the early points in our lives aren't uh, for display because what people want to see is is the result that god have done already you know right yes okay everyone looks great in their picture but you don't know how we got here you know but right. the, the the high points and the low points that each of us had to to write about which is basically letting everyone know look i've been in the i've been in that place and this is what god did for me you know right. uh, my chapter um you all had kind of pulled to see who was going to have what chapter. When I had gotten chapter five, I was like, oh, okay, I got grace. Cause that's pretty much what my life has been about. It's just grace, it's grace and mercy. And so um, it, the, the journey, as far as the book is concerned, it really was an eye opener, especially to how you can change someone's life. You know, just, I mean, we, we all enjoy books. You know, some people like to do the audio books. I'm not knocking them there, but uh, I still like to hold that tangible book, you know, because right. when yeah. you're reading those pages, you can put yourself to, hey, that's how I feel right now, you know? Right. And, and many of us might've started out in church, might not have been totally been in church or never could have been in church. And if you would feel in a low place when you already know God or you've been taught something about him, you know, that, that lets, that lets a person who's not a believer know, Hey, if a person that loves God can, can feel low and he can come and rescue them, surely he can come and rescue me too. So it's just letting everyone know that, Hey, we're, we're not exempt from pain or hurt or, you know, tribulations. It's just that we have to call upon him in order to come and rescue us. And we have to believe it. That that's that's foremost and i think you mentioned something earlier mike about how people are uh going through things but people got to have hope and and to me that's that's the biggest thing that's that's so hard that if a person feel hopeless to try to instill that hope in them that your life could be worse than what it is right now even if you really can't get any lower than where you are but there's somebody who definitely it is worse but um but the thing is is that we have to continue to have hope because there have been plenty of times in my life where um the person standing next to me or it could be a friend that may feel like their situation is hopeless but the blessing that god has given me is that no matter what circumstance i've had he allowed me to when i when i go to bed i might feel low but by the time i wake up i'm waking up with the plan so to me, I'm just one of those people that I don't like a lot of excuses because situations in life, some happen that are out of our control and some are um, our fault, basically, just from bad choices. But when God mm. comes and rescue you, you know, I, I just realized that every time I wake up, it's another opportunity to just, okay, I, I got to grind for it. I got to get it. Lord, give me strength. If I'm not smart yeah. enough to do it, okay, Lord, you said in your word, if I ask you, you're going to give it to me. You know, no James one's right. Too. So, right. And right. plus, whatever you don't know, he'll allow you to meet people. You know, just like 
Alisa has met so many people that she didn't know that have different backgrounds and we're all kind of networking, you know? And so that's, that's the beauty about God. Even in his word, he say that, I mean, he's a father to the fatherless, mother to the motherless. And so, and if he can be a parent to someone without one, why can't he send a friend or a coworker or, you know, a stranger to speak a word or to, or to uplift someone else. So. That's, yeah, that's right. You definitely have to start with, like you said, like you have to have your mindset that you're open to accept Christ into your heart. And then you have to have the mindset to want to know what his words are, because you have to have those words. Like you said, we have tribulations and trials and we're normal people, you know, just like everybody else. We just have a belief that Christ is there with us and that he has helped us. We know definitely that he has helped us and he has given us and he has shown us things in life that could only be of him and from him because logically when you think about it you think there's no way this couldn't have happened and you know maybe we don't understand at the time and if we stop and be patient and we listen and we know his voice then we know that it's for the better it's for the good of the better or the better of the good. But I read once that says, if you can find a blessing in every situation in life, you've mastered life. Mm. And I just love that because I'm like, I'm a master of life. I've gotten to that point in my faith and in my belief that I'm a master in life under that description and that I can find a blessing even in the hard, you know, times that we've, that we've encountered I can see the bigger blessing and I can see the bigger picture and, you know, and that gives me hope and faith on the days that I may struggle or that I, you know, that may be hard, but I think the finding diamonds, you know, is a great reference book. There's a lot of scripture in it. There's a lot of um, just words from the authors that for guidance and tools and from their heart. Yeah. It came from your heart. Everybody, everybody. Yes. That's, that's what means the most right there is just coming from that heart. And like you said, every day is a new opportunity. I mean, one of my favorite verses, Psalm 118.24, for this day the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it, man. You gave me another day. Yesterday ended when I went to bed. A new day began when I wake up. Let me thank you for it. Mm-hmm. And then let, let me ask you how you want me to go throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, Benjamin Franklin, one of the founding fathers of our country, that's how he woke up every day. He said, Lord, thank you for this day. I'm here another day. You use me, Lord, today as you see fit best, all right? And you let me know what I'm supposed to do today. And then he went to bed and said, Lord, thank you for this day. And I hope that I served you like I should. And if I didn't, please help me to do better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. That, I mean, and of course, Benjamin Franklin, what did he do for humanity? A, a ton. But he wasn't right. thinking about himself. He was thinking about others through God. Let me take care of somebody else. You know, one of my favorite favorites is Zig Ziglar. You can have everything you want in life if you're just helping up others get what they want and need. And and that's the truth, right? So you're certainly a blessing to those around you because when you think what you said earlier, which I'm going to tell you is not, I'm just a mother of three and this is your girl. Don't even, come on now. You're way more than that. You're a servant of God. You're a leader in your home. You're a leader of men. You're a leader in your community. You're a leader at your church. I mean, you're a servant of God. And everywhere you go, that light goes with you. And we don't stick lights under tables or in boxes. We put them on the table for display. And that's why you're on display for God to show off to everybody. I can promise you that. Just just like this beauty sitting next to me right here. Yeah, she is a beauty. She's sweet. I just Thank love you. her. I, I remember um, 
it was a point that you had made me think about something. I had a young lady at our church uh, named Michelle Hodges. She was preaching one time and she said, the things that we go through, you could be going through it for someone else. Mm-hmm. So it was like, whoa, you know, I, I'm going through all this mess to help somebody else. Cause you know, it doesn't feel great yeah. in life. Yeah. It really does Yeah. And, yes. and it's so amazing that, you know, our testimonies are there to bring somebody else out. And yes. um, another quote that I, I, I keep it on my desk is, is what my pastor said uh, one time. He said, you produce what you have faith for. And that's when mm-hmm. I go to work, I want to see that. Because, you know, sometimes when you show up at work, you don't feel your best. You know, right. you got to put that, right. that, you got to put the pressure on yourself to, to really do things. And so um yeah. and then a lot of times and times are hard i remember my dad says is you gotta keep plugging at it you know right it's like he didn't offer any excuses on something something wasn't going right he was like just keep plugging it that's all you can do is every right. single day chip away to whatever the issue is but right. you know the thing the things that we go through um in in life it's, it's not fun and i can tell you from experience there have been so many times when you literally have to just say god i need you to come get me because yes. you can't i mean i don't care how much scripture you you know you know yeah. you can read the bible and you literally are yeah. to that place where you have to say god i need you to change this because i can't do it yeah yes i know i'm gonna get on the other side of it but Amen. i don't know how and yeah. i need you to come rescue me i i, I know you're yeah. there you know, cause, cause sometimes we'll feel like he's not there, but you know, because you know, you're worried, you know, he's our ever present help. So you'll know that he's there, but right. then it's like, you just, you flat out just gotta throw all of this eloquent prayer out the window and say, God, I need you. And right. I need you right. now, you know, you got yep. faith, you got faith that he's going to do it. And every single time that I literally have humbled myself to just tell him how I really feel. I mean, when I tell you that he turned things around, that's exactly what he yeah. did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. you said humble, that great word right there. And, you know, so many verses, again, I, I memorize verses because I'm that way anyway with my OCD and everything else. But 1 Peter 5, 6, when I humble myself before the Lord, then in 1 Peter 5, 7, I can release all my anxieties and inequities upon him for he loves me. And so, you know, when you humble yourself like that, I, I certainly have been there myself where you just throw up your hands and go, God, I don't know where I'm going, what I'm doing. I feel so lost. I don't know what to do. And I need you to help me. And when you do that, you ask and, and then he'll give you that guidance. But so many times we're just bullheaded and we're running through the world just thinking, I got this down and here's my path. And I take this class and this class and I'm going to be in. And then all of a sudden then the, the wheels kind of come off and we're like, man, what happened? Oh, I forgot to ask him every day what I'm supposed to do. We go back to that, you know, growing up, I always heard that God only gave, wouldn't ever give you more than you could handle. Right. And there's been, kidding me? This, you think I can handle this? And as, as I've gotten older, I had another pastor who said, he's going to give you more than you can handle so that you lean more on him. And that's then where my life first comes in. But 
Um, and so I think that really resonates with me more because I've had more times where they've been difficult or challenging, or I really haven't understood like, why me, why is this happening? Yeah. But, and I had to just know that it was for the better. And like you said, Marion, you know, I, some things, some of the things I had to go through, I had to go through because I have faith and I went through that problem and I'm on the other side of it. So I can share my story with someone who may not have faith and say, look, right. this is the only way I got to the other side mm -hmm. was by my faith. Because as you see, you know, maybe your example is you're not being able to get to the other side. Right. And so the difference between us is our faith yeah. and, and our relationship. And then of course you have to grow and mature just like in anything mm -hmm. in your relationship so that you have a better understanding and, and you can hear clearer and decipher the difference between the voices that you hear. Right. But uh, operate in their own measure. Everybody, right. yeah. one person, just like I've heard of my church before, where one person might have faith to make enough money, one person might not have faith that there actually is joy in life. You know, how many people right. are with a lot of money, you know? But the right. thing is that, uh, just like you said, you used your faith to get to the other side where someone else probably don't even can even see another side so right. it's just that we have to always be filled with the word in order to to keep keep hitting the person with that word you know and and also even if even if because the word of course is going to perform uh what we're saying but people have to see our life right. line yeah. up with right. i love god you know, right, God, everything exactly. you know, because each of my sons, everyone is, is different. And it's so amazing. <laughs> we can tell someone how good God is, but we each have to know God for ourselves. You can, right. tell, you can tell your children all day long about mm -hmm. the amazing things that God has done for each and every one of us, but they right. have to experience it for themselves. And that's where we had to turn the world back around because unfortunately religion throughout the years has become this striking force of people turning against each other and sniping even in the church. She's not that. She's the, I'm all that. She's not that. He's not that. Whatever it is. And you're like, come on now. Or they act like, you know, oh, you did wrong. The Lord's going to strike you dead where you're at. And that's not where it's at. And, and so God forgives us of our sins. We know Jesus hung on the cross for that. And so he forgives us of our sins. And, and so that's why we have to have better Christ followers like us that show that love and get people back to the church instead of them thinking, I see people, they go to church and they're not very nice. So why would I want to go to church? They're meaner than I am. Yeah, I, right? I, I mean, I know some folks that are meaner than some folks that never been to church. You're like, they just yes, mean. Yes, yes. And, and you know, right. they're filled with God. I don't think, I don't know how filled up they are. <laughs> there must be a leak somewhere in the radiator. <laughs> you know what? That's that's the reason why when you go to church, and if I could tell anyone anything else. When you go to church, you need to go hungry for looking for what God is saying to you. Yeah. Don't look around at what anyone else right. is doing. If they're not paying attention, if you see them on their phone, if they're, yeah. you know, because yeah. you're going to see all of those distractions. Right. Yeah. When, when you go, you have to come hungry and looking for God, looking for the move of God, you know, and, and the thing is, that's the reason why when Elisa was saying, I post those pictures at church. I post yep. those pictures to let everyone know I'm coming to church in a t-shirt, 
jeans. Yeah. I might be dressed up. I might not. But I want them to see that I'm coming to church in everyday clothes because right. I had to get there. And I don't want yeah. anyone to feel like to come to my church, oh, you got to see me glammed up. There is nothing wrong right. with being glammed up. But right. the thing is, but to just a person who woke up that morning saying, I need yeah. something more. Yeah, don't right. feel clean like when they go in their closet, I got to, okay, what am I going to coordinate together? No, just get out the right. door. I mean, right. I've, come, yeah. I've come to church in uniforms from last night's shift, you know, right. literally made it to church. My kids are in Sunday school and I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in the bathroom on the couch sleep until 11 o'clock service start because there is no right. excuse. Because, you know, when you work those shifts, once you go home, it's it. That, that's over. Yeah. Now, anything right. that you want to do, that's what you're going to do. And sometimes you have to yeah. fight the devil with everything. You can't leave any room for yes. uh, the enemy to sit up here and uh, make it where, oh, now there's another Sunday that I missed, you know, because right, that, could right. been, that could have been your breakthrough Sunday. Or, right. or if there is a service in the middle of the week, you know, some people are able to, to make it. But there shouldn't be any excuse for us. And some people may say, you know, um, the church is in the person, not the building. Well, that's to me, that's for a seasoned saint. That's for a person right. who, oh, okay, how each of us work. Well, you know the word. You know you're going to read the word. And if you can't make it to church, you know, okay, well, let me pick up my, my Bible. Let me trust that God's going to give me that word. But to a person who's a baby in Christ, you need to be there when the door opens. Right, right. right. What are you, you going to fight for yourself? Yeah. yeah. You, know? you have to surround you yourself with morals. Right. Role models and influences. We have a great author, Bob Bodine, who wrote a book, The Power of Who, and he talks about, I think he has the 12, was it the 12 people that are around? Yeah, Bob Bodine has 12. Yeah, The Power of Who. So who are your 12 people? Who are who are you looking to for guidance and role models? And and so um, it's a great, it's a great book that he has. Yeah. Well, you talked about church and just that distraction stuff, and that's with everything in life. We talk about one of the things, the biggest things in our life, coaching or speaking, whenever we talk about focus. Right. And what are you focused on? Because energy flows. Focus goes where energy flows. So I'm whatever I'm focused on, my energy flowing. It could be those distractions. It could be anything. So when I come in the building, it should be, Lord, what is it you want me to hear today? I'm going to be open ears. I'm going to be receiving. I'm going to be listening. What is the pastor saying? What are the songs saying to me? What are the scripture? What are the verses today? Mm-hmm. And boom, what are these meaning for me? And why are these verses said to me a day? And I'm going to think about this and then go home and dig on it some more. That's what it should be about. And if I'm focused truly on that, then like you said, I won't be looking at those distractions over there. They don't bother me at all. I'm too busy focused on what's he saying? What's he saying? And you're going to feel that pressing in your heart of where God's talking to you. Mm-hmm. And so when you're open to that, he's going to be talking to you. And it can be, of course, anywhere. But And like you said, when you're a baby Christian or when you just are a baby believer, there's a, there really is a lot to, to know and to grow and to get to the point in life that you can really say, you know, this is happening to me right now, but I know it's for the good of the better, which I said before, but I know it's going to turn out on the other side. I know this is just a moment, just a season that I'm going through, but it's not going to last forever. Yeah. You know, it's just right now. And it's the hardest thing, like you said, trying to tell your children, your children are different. They have to grow and learn as well. And they have to grow on their own and they have to have 
trust in you. They have to see you as a role model, see you doing what you say is the right thing to do. You have to, like you said, walk, you know, talk, walk the talk. We had a pastor once say, if you leave my church and you're not acting, you know, um, I don't remember like, you know, Christ-like, then I'm not doing my job because I'm not filling you with the word. I'm not filling you with the spirit. I'm not teaching you the right things. And so I'm not grabbing you. So I need to do, you know, better at getting, you know, getting my spirit out to you. And I think in the book, especially that everyone took their chapter to God and asked the spirit to speak through them in each one of their chapters and to humble themselves as we talked about before. Yeah. Yeah, I laugh about that because he did. He said, if you're in a church, hallelujah, praise the God. And then you're in a parking lot. So somebody cuts you off and you're flipping them the finger. He was like, I did not fill you up enough. I did not fill you up enough. You walk right out and you, here you go into your negative stuff. So, Miss Mary, what are your. That person had to be willing to receive God also. So right, that's like, right. The preacher they were, sitting there, they were listening, but then they went right in the parking lot and. Okay. They, they, didn't they, want, didn't they, didn't, they didn't receive the word, you know, yeah. it, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't grafted yeah. in the spirit to, yeah. to change. So, so some questions that I had, I had two other questions written down that I wanted to get to you. And one of them was, what are your goals for 2021 mm-hmm. and then 2021 and beyond? So let's start with that. 2021, what are your goals? 2021, wow. Um, my goal is to... I wouldn't necessarily say be a little less self-reserved. You know, a lot of times when we go through things in life, um, we're not very trusting with people, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially people that, that you're just meeting. I'm one of those people. I I like to observe a person, you know, and, and it's so funny because outside of church, I observe people, but you know, in church, when people walk in the door, you're loving on them. You're like, right. how you doing, sister? Glad to have you. Because you're right. excited that that person come in, but right, right. outside of church, I'm that person. I'm I'm watching, you know, and and yeah. so it, it's not watching to pass judgment. It's watching because sometimes you want to see, okay, God, what is it you want me to tell this person, you know, and 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 you don't want to be if once a person knows that you love God, they're watching you. They want to see is your life lining up, and you can't afford right. to, to mess up. Um, yeah. but, but my goal, um, besides that is, is pretty much just to, just to continue to draw someone to, to God, you know, and that's just right. by showing people love every single day, you know, yeah. d- despite what the circumstances are, is that, okay, I, I need people, if they see me, they say, I can't speak for anybody else, but I know one, you know, right. I know one. And so, um, but Beyond that, I mean, you know, there are quite a few business ventures and, you know, what whatever other books the Lord will push out, but yeah. they got to make yeah. time to sit down for, for that kind of stuff. And then with, I, I think with each thing that we write down, it just, it kind of breaks something else that you would have thought you've been delivered from, but then you realize, wait a minute, that was still in my soul. I, I poured my soul out on those pages, you know, right, so, right. Uh, yes. So it's, you know, it's just one of those things that you, know, you kind of uh, a little bit more reserved because you, you don't want certain things to kind of come up that you thought that uh, that you were free from, but it, it has to be written out in order to help save someone else. So yeah. I think that's the point yeah. that I'm at right now. Good, good. All right. Uh, you have 
Oh, well, the other one is I was just going to ask her, you know, do you have some nuggets of wisdom that you wanted to leave our the listeners with? Because some people are going to be watching this on Zoom. Some are going to watch it on YouTube, but some are listening on the podcast. So those that are listening, what are some just true out nuggets of wisdom that you're like, this is some things that I would say for you that's going to help move your needle for the rest of your life. These are some things that you need to know. I mean, like what you tell your children or just anything. I mean, anybody that you're like, these are some things that you got to know. Wow. Don't quit. That's, I mean, you know, and we're our own worst enemy. And the thing is, is that um, what kept me going for the longest time was that when I was told that when you can accept that you're not going to get back the love that you pour out, you'll you'll love that person where they're at you know Mm -hmm. especially those that are givers we we love doing that but like i always say uh super people get tired too and Mm -hmm. so but the thing is is that our help we've tapped into knowing that our help comes from the lord and um so the thing is is that we it costs too much to quit so with any day that that you feel like um I just can't do anything else. You know, I'm, that's when you need to go to God and, and just flat out, as I said before, humble yourself and just flat out tell him, look, this, this is a lot, you know, and I'm just putting it nicely because I, I I think I see a a little bit more raw than what the next person might see but I basically tell him I need help. Right. And, 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 And when you are guilty of calling on God for help, he comes to your rescue every single time and you have to look for him you have to do and and, um and and god never fails i mean we we say that people from days old have always said that but until you are in that situation until you're in that place and you literally call out to god some people may say cry out but you can even say it in a whisper say it it in your mind and god can hear you you just have to be earnest with, and, and, and God knows when we're earnest in what we're saying. So the thing is, is that when, when we just be real with God, he's always real with us. And so the yeah. thing is, is that I, I can't tell you uh, how important it is to just don't lose hope. Despite what it looks like, just don't lose hope. There's always, there's always a way out. So. Right. Amen. Because, because quitting is definitely, you know, I always say failure is just temporary. <laughs> Mistakes are temporary, and of course, quitting is permanent. So you've got to keep trudging through. You've got to keep trying no matter what, you know. I love the analogy that Tony Robbins gives in one of his sermon seminars that I was listening to one time. He said, you know, if you're teaching your children to walk, when would you ever give up and go, you know what, they're not learning to walk, forget it. He's a year old, forget it. He goes, you don't, you keep, they're going to learn to walk. Right. Because then you're like, oh, Lord, I taught them to walk. I wish they weren't walking. Now they're everywhere. Uh, but you don't stop. You don't. There's not a time as a parent that you do that. And he was like, so I want you to remember that in your life. You don't. There's not even in my mind that that opportunity. Oh, I can quit. No, I'm not going to stop trying to get my kid to learn how to walk. You're going to do it until I succeed. And we'll make the mistakes. We'll learn from those. We'll move next. Keep the faith. Keep the hope. I mean, I think what you were saying a minute ago is that what you were saying was was hope. 
But you're, what you're giving people is hope. That word is hope. When they see a Christ follower and things that have happened to them are gracious, and no matter what they've been through, and now God's putting the hand of favor on them, people see it. And they're like, like you said, when they can go from that to this, Mm-hmm. Say what? They were a hot mess. Mm-hmm. But boy, now they're over here. They're, they're more strength than anybody I know. How did they get there? God. Mm-hmm. God. Because when it's his time, it's his time. It's not our time, right? Because to him, one day is a thousand years to us. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, boom, whenever he's ready and we're ready, mm-hmm. then it happens, right? But that's that's a, that's a big thing. Like you said, you got to be able to receive that word to be able to move to that next level. Yeah, yeah, make the choice. Yeah. What else did you have, Miss Elisa? I just want to um, just thank you really from the bottom of my heart for, for you know, trusting God enough to yeah. work with me and to be patient. And um, you're a beautiful person. And I think everybody should get to know you. Not that you might want to know everybody, but everybody should be <laughs> you for sure. Yes, I do. I love everybody. Yeah, we know you love everybody, but not always want to maybe have that Zoom camera on, right? <laughs> You're like, oh, wait a second, hold on. I love you from a distance sometimes till I get to know you. Hold on. No, I know you as a Christ follower, love everybody. There's no yes, doubt about yes. it. Yes, I love everybody. Well, no doubt about it. Finding Diamonds is going to be a gigantic book. I'm not going to release the launch right now on the air, but it is coming right here at the first part of 2021, right around the book. 12 women who dig deep to tell their stories to help transform your life, guys. It's going to be amazing. So, Miss Marion, we look forward to the book coming out and the launch and, and the events that are going to come with that and getting you over to a red carpet event over there with us. Those are so much fun over there with Michael Butler over at the Oprah Studios. Oh, man, they're a blast. So we thank you so much for being on the show with us, Miss Marion. God you. bless you for what you do. You know, just keep being a servant of God like you are. We know you're going to change so many lives where you're at. And for those listening right now, just we're going to wrap this show up on the Born to Succeed podcast. And we just thank Miss Marion so much for being on the show. We hope these words have resonated with you today. We know that these words are going to change your life if you really take these words and listen to them and, and trust yourself and trust that God has greater things for you and your best days are yet to come. And trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your understanding, as Miss Elisa says, one of her favorites there. So without further ado, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. You know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And until next time, have a blessed day for Mary Coaching Group, Marion Thompson, Finding Diamonds. Here we go, 2021. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> and uh, there we go. All right, stop off.